Dreaming God's dream. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 4.23 What is the purpose of life anyway? Only to drink, eat, work, play, make love? Or do you have a brain designed to dream dreams? Is your mind created to be an architect drawing plans? Can you imagine beautiful accomplishments? Think of this. The human being is the only creature in the universe that has the capacity for exercising creative imagination. This divine quality of dreaming, what you want to be, where you want to go, what you love to do, projects you hope to achieve goals you like to reach. All of this makes you human and the most unique creature in all creation. You are really made in the image of the Creator God. So you are fulfilling your destiny as a child of God in human flesh when you start dreaming the beautiful dreams God himself is inspiring in your mind. A radio is designed to pick up the sounds that are here in this room now. A television is engineered to pick up the moving pictures that are in the airwaves around you now. Your mind was invented and created by God to pick up the messages and mental pictures He is sending your way. That's exciting. Fate is dreaming God's dreams. Breathing your native air. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. It is terribly important to understand that a believer is a normal person. Faith is the mark of normality. A persistently negative and cynical attitude is a mark of emotional illness. Birds were designed to fly. The air under the wings of a bird is a natural habitat of the flying fall. Water is a natural habitat for fish. Faith is a native air to be breathed in and out by human beings. It is normal to have faith. It is abnormal to be cynical. Therefore, you welcome all stimuli that would encourage you to have faith. Reject all negative forces that would destroy faith and replace it with unbelief. When you practice positive belief, you are more controlled by positive emotions. Love, joy, courage, faith, and enthusiasm. These are the qualities of an emotional, healthy person. Persons who are not breathing the natural air of faith but are breathing the polluted air of doubt and unbelief are quickly susceptible to a lower morality. They are quickly consumed by negative emotions, all of which are measured and marked as symptoms of something less than true wholeness and health as human being. 
You were created to be a believer. That is finding your native air. That's why you feel so great when you're optimistic. Thank you, Father, for causing us to be a normal, healthy human beings by motivating us to walk the walk of faith. Amen. Wanting more out of life. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Our native air, faith, is a choice, not an argument. It is a decision, not a debate. It is a commitment, not a controversy. Faith fulfills more need in your heart than anything else. It can be defined as wanting more out of life. Even the super affluent are attracted to faith. They soon realize that all of their wealth, social standing, and personal power leave a void in their lives. When you have more money than you can enjoy, what is left? St. Augustine said, Our souls are restless till they rest in thee. We suspect that out there, somewhere, there is always something more. From where does this intuition for something more come? It is built into our nature. The human being called an incurably religious animal by instincts and nature. The human being has been called as an incurable religious animal by instinct and nature. Be careful what you want, you'll get it. Wanting is believing, and believing produces results. Strong faith is often the expression of deep desire. Likewise, doubt is the lack of desire. A host of conscious or subconscious forces can keep you from wanting to believe. Fears of what God might do to your life or in your life can keep you from wanting to believe. Internalized guilt can make the possibility of God's a threatening concept. Deep-seated negative emotions can kill the desires to believe leaving you with a negative inclination to doubt. Having trouble believing? Why do you want to believe? Our Bible verse contains God's promise of blessings upon faith. God promises to bless the person who has strong desires. This is because in God's eye, desire and faith are one and the same. He shall give you the desires of your heart. So delight yourself in the Lord. Rejoice and count your blessings. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and thank Him, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God is not the God of the dead, but of the God of the living. 
There lives more fate in honest doubt than in half the creeds. Alfred Lord Tennyson wrote in the memoriam. I find that some people who have serious questions about the existence of God want desperately to believe. Their probing inquiry reflects thoughtful doubt. Actually, they are far more responsible and serious in the pursuit of a commitment to God than those who blindly recite cold creeds without really daring to explore the tough questions. Doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. Again, doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. It, it is it is quite apparent that the believer in God and the Bible has a strong a foundation for a rational system of belief as any doubter has for the philosophy of irreligion he has fabricated. Faith in God will increase your moral strength, increase your days of joy, reduce your day of, of despair. I've never seen a person who has been more respected as a leader in the philosophy of faith of religion than Jesus Christ. Jesus believes in God. He believed in prayer. He believed in heaven and hell and eternal life. He believed in salvation. He believed in every single human being. He believed in possibility thinking and he believed in faith. If your doubts collide and clash with the viewpoints of Jesus Christ, it is that better part of wisdom to believe the believer and doubt the doubter then you are on your way to a great life. Becoming Normal and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them, and healed their sick. In a Broadway play called The Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote is near death. He has been mocked and scorned because he is such a positive thinker. Finally, in a splendid self-defense, he asked the ultimate question, Who is crazy? I ask you, who is crazy? Am I crazy because I see the world as it could become? Or is the world crazy because it only sees itself as it is? Who is normal, the cynic or the believer? The positive thinker or the negative thinker? The believer in God or the atheist? The despairing pessimist or the hopeful optimist? By now, we know, all of us, we know the answer. We must affirm that health is normal and sickness is abnormal. The basic value judgment is beyond controversy. 
Unbelief, unbelieving is a sickness, and skepticism is damnably dangerous. It gives birth to a multitude of spiritual demons that can malignantly destroy your mental health and spread an epidemic of despair wherever you go. As soon as you surrender yourself to negative thoughts, you become host to an infectious spiritual disease and become the carrier of another epidemic of gloom and doom. It is normal for a child to dance and laugh and play. It is normal for a child to be... It is not normal for a child to be downcast, morbid, withdrawn, and sulking in isolation. It is normal to be a happy believer. Who is crazy, the realist or the idealist? The answer is obvious. The beautiful dreamer with his exalted visions of glorious possibilities is the uplifting force in society. He comes bringing solutions. He then becomes the great physician, the healing source, the hopeful friend who we can follow him. His name, Jesus, the Lord, my Savior, my friend. Thinking God's thoughts. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 11. For I am considering these thoughts that I'm thinking towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Each new year is an appointment to become an authentic optimist. Each new day is justification for being enthusiastic about life again. Each dawning is God's invitation to start over and build a new life, beginning with the present moment. Every new week is an opportunity to make new and noble resolutions. Every Monday morning you have a standing appointment to meet new opportunities. What does it mean to have faith? Faith is opening your mind for God's thoughts to flow in. And when his thoughts flow in, life will change. For you will have a dream. You will see possibilities in the day, the week, the month, the year that is waiting to unfold. Faith moves mountains. The greatest power in the world is a positive idea. And the most powerful positive idea is one that comes directly from the God who created the world and broke sunshine through the black of night. Jeremiah 29, 11. 
Today, I will thank God's thoughts. This very moment, I will open my mind to let God's thoughts enter my brain. I will listen to the idea that comes from God, and it will turn me into a new and different person. I feel a freshness and a newness coming over me now as God's thoughts begin to take control over my consciousness. I am set free, liberated by new thoughts that come from God. Now I know what possibility thinking is. It is the mental activity that happens when I let faith take over. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I am being born again. Your Holy Spirit is filling my mind with your thoughts. I am excited about today, and I am excited about my future. Amen. A prayer for guidance. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. The walk of faith is an adventure in a holy partnership. We are human beings with mortal starting points at birth and a mortal terminal point at death. The span between our birth and death is our earthly life. We purpose is to fit into a holy scheme and become a participator with God. He created the world and all of us human beings for the purpose of creatively achieving His holy and happy purposes. We are walking the walk of faith when we dream God's dreams and seek God's guidance. Therefore, faith is not merely a super aggressive activity into which you plunge with a gung-ho attitude to achieve the first impulse that explodes in your mind, rather faith is a steady, stable, and steadfast process of opening your conscious and subconscious mind through prayer to the Holy Spirit. The eternal God will shape your will and direct your way. God promises He will give you guidance. In the depths of our heart, we know with an unflinching certainty and with an invincible awareness the course of action life must take. This is God himself answering our prayers for guidance. He gives us a strong and powerful will to proceed along the determined pathway. Consider these prayers of affirmation. I am driven by a divine destiny. I am praying for guidance now. I am opening my mind consistently and constantly to God, the way the tip of a branch is unseemly alert and responsive to the wind. Amen.
One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God. Faith is not merely thinking holy and happy thoughts. God's thoughts must take the form of a good and godly goals. No act of faith is more dynamic, more constructive than setting incredible goals. Have you noticed how negative thinkers avoid setting goals? Goals? Who needs them? I'll just wing it. Thank you. I prefer to roll with the punches. I don't want to get trapped by a commitment. Isn't that what happens when you set a goal? I had enough disappointments. I don't want to be set up only to be let down. Goals? No more failures. Thank you. Failure is not a matter of failing to meet your goal. Failure is not making the most of the possibilities seen and unseen, known and unknown, in your present and in your future. Use faith to set positive goals, and you'll be sure to rise to the higher plateau. I guarantee that. When you set a challenging goal, you'll be farther ahead tomorrow than you are today. Even a little can turn out to be a lot. You'll be happier person. Someone stopped me recently and asked, Why do you always seem to be in such a happy mode? Mood. My answer, because I always got unfulfilled goals and my goals distract me from my worries. You will feel that your life has value. If you have goals, you are bound to inspire somebody who is hurting. You will discover your own worth. Goals, what are they anyway? They are impossible problems awaiting to be solved by someone with the incredible power called faith. So get set to set goals and move upward. Get set, ready, goals. Committed to action. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Miracles never happen just through meditation, but with mighty action, read carefully in the gospel the words of Jesus and notice the verbs follow, go, seek, Ask, knock. I said, consider the words that Jesus used, the verbs. Jesus said, follow, go, seek, ask, knock. The walk of faith is not merely the serene, silent, spiritual, unspeaking stroll of a holy man in the stillness of the sunrise or the secret silence of the sunset. Faith is the mental activity that draws God into our mind and imagination until a passion begins to inflame our wills, motivating us to action. 
It is then that the commitment is made. And what is a commitment? It is entering into an honorable contract, pledging oneself before the problems are solved. Every commitment generates a new set of problems. And if we wait it until we saw solutions to problems before we made the commitment, we would obviously not be walking the walk of faith. It is for the reason that commitment in marriage, in religion, in interpersonal relationships, in devotion and dedication to your career goal, or the fulfillment of a project becomes self-inspiring. Walk the walk of faith today making a fresh commitment to God, saying prayerfully and sincerely, God, I am ready to take the plunge. Give me the push that I need, and I am trusting that you will help, will tackle every problem with your help at every turn of the road with a positive mental attitude. Together, we will succeed joyfully. Amen. Merging to make miracles. Whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be the slave of all. It takes two to make a miracle. When a believing human being merges his will with God's powers, miracles happen. Miracles require faith, and faith is often spelled W-O-R-K. There is great misconception today that faith is simply a matter of asking God to perform a miracle, sitting back and waiting for it to happen. Don't be misled. Prosperous, wealthy Christians, people don't become great by manipulating, perhaps dishonestly, to get to the top of the ladder. They work for it after they pray through their plans. Jesus himself encourages the pursuit of greatness. But our Lord makes it clear that the pathway to success is the path of service. If you want to be great, be prepared to be a servant. This works in the business world too. In a free economy, people buy only the products and services that meet their needs. The professional person who becomes ego-involved instead of human service-oriented soon finds himself in trouble. Great things happen when we follow our prayers with hard work. Work means serving, and serving involves thinking about other needs and meeting them at their level. Today, I ask yourself, have I been sitting back just waiting for God to pour out blessings in my life without making any effort myself? Am I willing to merge with God to make a miracle? I believe it will happen as I become a servant. Knowing it can be done. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 Faith is an inner conviction. It is an unshakable assurance. It is the profound knowing that comes before reality confirms it. Faith is a sense of destiny. It's possible. It's going to happen. 
Faith is knowing that you can do it. The person who walks the walk of faith knows he can solve his problem. He knows that he can detach himself from that awful habit. He knows he can extricate himself with his negative enslavements. The person who walks the walk of faith faces his projects affirming, I know I can do it if God will help me, and I am sure God wants to help me. I know I can do it when I am totally dedicated to Him, which I really am. I know I can do it after everything is in readiness, and I am trusting God to help me get my act together. I know I can do it only with the help of my Lord. He is my best friend. He wants me to succeed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know it's possible after all. Deep down in my heart, we know it will work out. An unquenchable confidence keeps filling our feelings that we are going to make it. Again and again, the person who succeeds did so because he or she didn't know it was impossible. Leaping into the unknown. So he, leaping up, stood up and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Faith is often called a leap. How appropriate. How else could you possibly move from one point to another when there is no direct link? How do you cross over a crevice when there is no bridge? Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between the known and the unknown, the proven and the unproven, the actual and the possible, the grasp and the reach, the I got it and the I want it, the knowledge and the mystery, the material reality and the spiritual reality, The truth exposed and the truth undiscovered. The goals achieved and the goals still pursued. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between youth and maturity, sickness and death, sin and forgiveness. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between life and death, time and eternity. Yes, there is always a chasm between today and tomorrow. I cannot be sure I can cope with tomorrow. But by running leap, I will jump into tomorrow with expectancy. There is always a chasm between my present achievement and my unfulfilled hopes and dreams. By faith, I make the leap now and grow. There is always a chasm between where I am at and where I am going. By faith, I make the leap forward. What lies ahead? Tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, beyond this life? I believe in faith. I believe in believers. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in tomorrow. I believe in love. I believe God loves me. I believe God is good all the time. I believe God's plans for my life. He delights himself in my plans when I make preparation. 
God delights himself in my preparation. He sees my faith. I am going to take the leap of faith and believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Dreaming God's dream. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 4.23 What is the purpose of life anyway? Only to drink, eat, work, play, make love? Or do you have a brain designed to dream dreams? Is your mind created to be an architect drawing plans? Can you imagine beautiful accomplishments? Think of this, the human being is the only creature in the universe that has the capacity for exercising creative imagination. This divine quality of dreaming, what you want to be, where you want to go, what you love to do, projects you hope to achieve goals you like to reach. All of this makes you human and the most unique creature in all creation. You are really made in the image of the Creator God. So you are fulfilling your destiny as a child of God in human flesh. When you start dreaming the beautiful dreams, God Himself is inspiring in your mind. A radio is designed to pick up the sounds that are here in this room now. A television is engineered to pick up the moving pictures that are in the airwaves around you now.
Your mind was invented and created by God to pick up the messages and mental pictures he is sending your way. That's exciting. Faith is dreaming God's dreams. Breathing your native air. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. It is terribly important to understand that a believer is a normal person. Faith is the mark of normality. A persistently negative and cynical attitude is a mark of emotional illness. Birds were designed to fly. The air under the wings of a bird is a natural habitat of the flying fall. Water is a natural habitat for fish. Faith is a native air to be breathed in and out by human beings. It is normal to have faith. It is abnormal to be cynical. Therefore, you welcome all stimuli that would encourage you to have faith. Reject all negative forces that would destroy faith and replace it with unbelief. When you practice positive belief, you are more controlled by positive emotions. Love, joy, courage, faith, and enthusiasm. These are the qualities of an emotional, healthy person. Persons who are not breathing the natural air of faith, but are breathing the polluted air of doubt and unbelief, are quickly susceptible to a lower morality. They are quickly consumed by negative emotions, all of which are measured and marked as symptoms of something less than true wholeness and health as human being. You were created to be a believer. That is finding your native air. That's why you feel so great when you're optimistic. Thank you, Father, for causing us to be a normal, healthy human beings by motivating us to walk the walk of faith. Amen. Wanting more out of life. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Our native air, faith, is a choice, not an argument. It is a decision, not a debate. It is a commitment, not a controversy. Faith fulfills more need in your heart than anything else. It can be defined as wanting more out of life. Even the super affluent are attracted to faith. They soon realize that all of their wealth, social standing, and personal power leave a void in their lives. When you have more money than you can enjoy, what is left? St. Augustine said, Our souls are restless till they rest in thee. We suspect that out there, somewhere, there is always something more. From where does this intuition for something more come? It is built into our nature. 
The human being call an incurably religious animal by instincts and nature. The human being has been called as an incurable religious animal by instinct and nature. Be careful what you want, you'll get it. Wanting is believing, and believing produces results. Strong faith is often the expression of deep desire. Likewise, doubt is the lack of desire. A host of conscious or subconscious forces can keep you from wanting to believe. Fears of what God might do to your life or in your life can keep you from wanting to believe. Internalized guilt can make the possibility of God's a threatening concept. Deep-seated negative emotions can kill the desires to believe, leaving you with a negative inclination to doubt. Having trouble believing? Why do you want to believe? Our Bible verse contains God's promise of blessings upon faith. God promises to bless the person who has strong desires. This is because in God's eye, desire and faith are one and the same. He shall give you the desires of your heart. So delight yourself in the Lord. Rejoice and count your blessings. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and thank Him, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God is not the God of the dead, but of the God of the living. There lives more faith in honest doubt than in half the creeds. Alfred Lord Tenyonson wrote in the memoriam. I find that some people who have serious questions about the existence of God want desperately to believe. Their probing inquiry reflects thoughtful doubt. Actually, they are far more responsible and serious in the pursuit of a commitment to God than those who blindly recite cold creeds without really daring to explore the tough questions. Doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. Again, doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. It is, it is quite apparent that the believer in God and the Bible has a strong a foundation for a rational system of belief as any doubter has for the philosophy of irreligion he has fabricated. Faith in God will increase your moral strength, increase your days of joy, reduce your day of, of despair, I never seen a person who has been more respected as a leader 
in the philosophy of faith of religion than Jesus Christ. Jesus believes in God. He believed in prayer. He believed in heaven and hell and eternal life. He believed in salvation. He believed in every single human being. He believed in possibility thinking and he believed in faith. If your doubts collide and clash with the viewpoints of Jesus Christ, it is that better part of wisdom to believe the believer and doubt the doubter. Then you are on your way to a great life. Becoming normal. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. In a Broadway play called The Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote is near death. He has been mocked and scorned because he is such a positive thinker. Finally, in a splendid self-defense, he asks the ultimate question. Who is crazy? I ask you, who is crazy? Am I crazy because I see the world as it could become? Or is the world crazy because it only sees itself as it is? Who is normal, the cynic or the believer? The positive thinker or the negative thinker? The believer in God or the atheist? The despairing pessimist or the hopeful optimist? By now, we know, all of us, we know the answer. We must affirm that health is normal and sickness is abnormal. The basic value judgment is beyond controversy. Unbelief, unbelieving is a sickness, and skepticism is damnably dangerous. It gives birth to a multitude of spiritual demons that can malignantly destroy your mental health and spread an epidemic of despair wherever you go. As soon as you surrender yourself to negative thoughts, you become host to an infectious spiritual disease and become the carrier of another epidemic of gloom and doom. It is normal for a child to dance and laugh and play. It is normal for a child to be it is not normal for a child to be downcast, morbid, withdrawn, and sulking in isolation. It is normal to be a happy believer. Who is crazy, the realist or the idealist? The answer is obvious. The beautiful dreamer, with his exalted visions of glorious possibilities, is the uplifting force in society. He comes bringing solutions. He then becomes the great physician, the healing source, the hopeful friend, who we can follow him. His name, Jesus, the Lord, my Savior, my friend.
thinking God's thoughts. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I am considering these thoughts that I'm thinking towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Each new year is an appointment to become an authentic optimist. Each new day is justification for being enthusiastic about life again. Each dawning is God's invitation to start over and build a new life, beginning with the present moment. Every new week is an opportunity to make new and noble resolutions. Every Monday morning you have a standing appointment to meet new opportunities. What does it mean to have faith? Faith is opening your mind for God's thoughts to flow in. And when his thoughts flow in, life will change. For you will have a dream. You will see possibilities in the day, the week, the month, the year that is waiting to unfold. Faith moves mountains. The greatest power in the world is a positive idea. And the most powerful positive idea is one that comes directly from the God who created the world and broke sunshine through the black of night. Today I will thank God's thoughts. This very moment I will open my mind to let God's thoughts enter my brain. I will listen to the idea that comes from God and it will turn me into a new and different person. I feel a freshness and a newness coming over me now as God's thoughts begin to take control over my consciousness. I am set free, liberated by new thoughts that come from God. Now I know what possibility thinking is. It is the mental activity that happens when I let faith take over. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I am being born again. Your Holy Spirit is filling my mind with your thoughts. I am excited about today, and I am excited about my future. Amen. A prayer for guidance. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. The walk of faith is an adventure in a holy partnership. We are human beings with mortal starting points at birth and a mortal terminal point at death.
The span between our birth and death is our earthly life. We purpose is to fit into a holy scheme, scheme and become a participator with God. He created the world and all of us human beings for the purpose of creatively achieving his holy and happy purposes. We are walking the walk of faith when we dream God's dreams and seek God's guidance. Therefore, faith is not merely a super aggressive activity into which you plunge with a gung-ho attitude to achieve the first impulse that explodes in your mind. Rather, faith is a steady, stable, and steadfast process of opening your conscious and subconscious mind through prayer to the Holy Spirit. The eternal God will shape your will and direct your way. God promises he will give you guidance. In the depths of our heart, we know with an unflinching certainty and with an invincible awareness the course of action life must take. This is God himself answering our prayers for guidance. He gives us a strong and powerful will to proceed along the determined pathway. Consider these prayers of affirmation. I am driven by a divine destiny. I am praying for guidance now. I am opening my mind consistently and constantly to God. The way the tip of a branch is unseemly alert and responsive to the wind. Amen. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God. Faith is not merely thinking holy and happy thoughts. God's thoughts must take the form of a good and godly goals. No act of faith is more dynamic more constructive than setting incredible goals. Have you noticed how negative thinkers avoid setting goals? Goals, who needs them? I'll just wing it. Thank you. I prefer to roll with the punches. I don't want to get trapped by a commitment. Isn't that what happens when you set a goal? I had enough disappointments. I don't want to be set up only to be let down. Goals, no more failures, thank you. Failure is not a matter of failing to meet your goal. Failure is not making the most of the possibilities seen and unseen, known and unknown, in your present and in your future. Use faith to set positive goals, and you'll be sure to rise to the higher plateau, I guarantee that. When you set a challenging goal, you'll be farther ahead tomorrow than you are today. Even a little can turn out to be a lot. You'll be happier person. Someone stopped me recently and asked, why do you always seem to be in such a happy mode? Mood. 
My answer, because I always got unfulfilled goals and my goals distract me from my worries. You will feel that your life has value. If you have goals, you are bound to inspire somebody who is hurting. You will discover your own worth. Goals, what are they anyway? They are impossible problems awaiting to be solved by someone with the incredible power called faith. So get set to set goals and move upward. Get set, ready, goals. Committed to action. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Miracles never happen just through meditation, but with mighty action, read carefully in the gospel the words of Jesus and notice the verbs follow, go, seek, Ask, knock. I said, consider the words that Jesus used, the verbs. Jesus said, follow, go, seek, ask, knock. The walk of faith is not merely the serene, silent, spiritual, unspeaking stroll of a holy man in the stillness of the sunrise or the secret silence of the sunset. Faith is the mental activity that draws God into our mind and imagination until a passion begins to inflame our wills, motivating us to action. It is then that the commitment is made. And what is a commitment? It is entering into an honorable contract pledging oneself before the problems are solved. Every commitment generates a new set of problems. And if we waited until we had saw solutions to problems before we made the commitment, we would obviously not be walking the walk of faith. It is for the reason that commitment in marriage, in religion, in interpersonal relationship, in devotion and dedication to your career goal, or the fulfillment of a project becomes self-inspiring. Walk the walk of faith today, making a fresh commitment to God, saying prayerfully and sincerely, God, I am ready to take the plunge. Give me the push that I need, and I am trusting that you will help, will tackle every problem with your help at every turn of the road with a positive mental attitude. Together, we will succeed joyfully. Amen. Merging to make miracles. Whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be the slave of all. It takes two to make a miracle. When a believing human being merges his will with God's powers, miracles happen. 
Miracles require fate, and fate is often spelled W-O-R-K. There is great misconception today that fate is simply a matter of asking God to perform a miracle, sitting back and waiting for it to happen. Don't be misled. Prosperous, wealthy Christians, people don't become great by manipulating, perhaps dishonestly, to get to the top of the ladder. They work for it after they pray through their plans. Jesus himself encourages the pursuit of greatness. But our Lord makes it clear that the pathway to success is the path of service. If you want to be great, be prepared to be a servant. This works in the business world too. In a free economy, people buy only the products and services that meet their needs. The professional person who becomes ego-involved instead of human service-oriented soon finds himself in trouble. Great things happen when we follow our prayers with hard work. Work means serving, and serving involves thinking about other needs and meeting them at their level. Today, I ask yourself, have I been sitting back just waiting for God to pour out blessings in my life without making any effort myself? Am I willing to merge with God to make a miracle? I believe it will happen as I become a servant. Knowing it can be done. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 Faith is an inner conviction. It is an unshakable assurance. It is the profound knowing that comes before reality confirms it. Faith is a sense of destiny. It's possible. It's going to happen. Faith is knowing that you can do it. The person who walks the walk of faith knows he can solve his problem. He knows that he can detach himself from that awful habit. He knows he can extricate himself with his negative enslavements. The person who walks the walk of faith faces his projects affirming, I know I can do it if God will help me, and I am sure God wants to help me. I know I can do it when I am totally dedicated to Him, which I really am. I know I can do it after everything is in readiness, and I am trusting God to help me get my act together. I know I can do it only with the help of my Lord. He is my best friend. He wants me to succeed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know it's possible after all. Deep down in my heart, we know it will work out. An unquenchable confidence keeps filling our feelings that we are going to make it. Again and again, the person who succeeds did so because he or she didn't know it was impossible. Leaping into the unknown. So he, leaping up, stood up and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Faith is often called a leap. 
How appropriate, how else could you possibly move from one point to another when there is no direct link? How do you cross over a crevice when there is no bridge? Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between the known and the unknown, the proven and the unproven, the actual and the possible, the grasp and the reach, the I got it and the I want it, the knowledge and the mystery, the material reality and the spiritual reality, the truth exposed and the truth undiscovered, the goals achieved and the goals still pursued. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between youth and maturity, sickness and death, sin and forgiveness. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between life and death, time and eternity. Yes, there is always a chasm between today and tomorrow. I cannot be sure I can cope with tomorrow, but by running leap, I will jump into tomorrow with expectancy. There is always a chasm between my present achievement and my unfulfilled hopes and dreams. By faith, I make the leap now and grow. There is always a chasm between where I am at and where I am going. By faith, I make the leap forward. What lies ahead? Tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, beyond this life? I believe in faith. I believe in believers. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in tomorrow. I believe in love. I believe God loves me. I believe God is good all the time. I believe God's plans for my life. He delights himself in my plans when I make preparation. God delights himself in my preparation. He sees my faith. I am going to take the leap of faith and believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me.
dreaming God's dream. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind, Ephesians 4.23. What is the purpose of life anyway? Only to drink, eat, work, play, make love? Or do you have a brain designed to dream dreams? Is your mind created to be an architect drawing plans? Can you imagine beautiful accomplishments? Think of this. The human being is the only creature in the universe that has the capacity for exercising creative imagination. This divine quality of dreaming, what you want to be, where you want to go, what you love to do, projects you hope to achieve goals you like to reach. All of this makes you human and the most unique creature in all creation. You are really made in the image of the Creator God. So you are fulfilling your destiny as a child of God in human flesh when you start dreaming the beautiful dreams God himself is inspiring in your mind. A radio is designed to pick up the sounds that are here in this room now. A television is engineered to pick up the moving pictures that are in the airwaves around you now. Your mind was invented and created by God to pick up the messages and mental pictures He is sending your way. That's exciting. Faith is dreaming God's dreams. Breathing your native air. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. It is terribly important to understand that a believer is a normal person. Faith is the mark of normality. A persistently negative and cynical attitude is the mark of emotional illness. Birds were designed to fly. The air under the wings of a bird is a natural habitat of the flying fall. Water is a natural habitat for fish. Faith is a native air to be breathed in and out by human beings. It is normal to have faith. It is abnormal to be cynical. Therefore, you welcome all stimuli that would encourage you to have faith. Reject all negative forces that would destroy faith and replace it with unbelief. When you practice positive belief, you are more controlled by positive emotions. Love, joy, courage, faith, enthusiasm. These are the qualities of an emotional, healthy person. Persons who are not breathing the natural air of faith but are breathing the polluted air of doubt and unbelief are quickly susceptible to a lower morality. They are quickly consumed by negative emotions, all of which are measured and marked as symptoms of something less than true wholeness and health as human being. 
You were created to be a believer. That is finding your native air. That's why you feel so great when you're optimistic. Thank you, Father, for causing us to be a normal, healthy human beings by motivating us to walk the walk of faith. Amen. Wanting more out of life. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Our native air, faith, is a choice, not an argument. It is a decision, not a debate. It is a commitment, not a controversy. Faith fulfills more need in your heart than anything else. It can be defined as wanting more out of life. Even the super affluent are attracted to faith. They soon realize that all of their wealth, social standing, and personal power leave a void in their lives. When you have more money than you can enjoy, what is left? St. Augustine said, Our souls are restless till they rest indeed. We suspect that out there, somewhere, there is always something more. From where does this intuition for something more come? It is built into our nature. The human being call an incurably religious animal by instincts and nature. The human being has been called as an incurable religious animal by instinct and nature. Be careful what you want, you'll get it. Wanting is believing, and believing produces results. Strong faith is often the expression of deep desire. Likewise, doubt is the lack of desire. A host of conscious or subconscious forces can keep you from wanting to believe. Fears of what God might do to your life or in your life can keep you from wanting to believe. Internalized guilt can make the possibility of God's a threatening concept. Deep-seated negative emotions can kill the desires to believe, leaving you with a negative inclination to doubt. Having trouble believing? Why do you want to believe? Our Bible verse contains God's promise of blessings upon faith. God promises to bless the person who has strong desires. This is because in God's eye, desire and faith are one and the same. He shall give you the desires of your heart. So delight yourself in the Lord. Rejoice and count your blessings. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and thank Him, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God is not the God of the dead, but of the God of the living. 
There lives more faith in honest doubt than in half the creeds. Alfred Lord Tenyonson wrote in the memoriam. I find that some people who have serious questions about the existence of God want desperately to believe. Their probing inquiry reflects thoughtful doubt. Actually, they are far more responsible and serious in the pursuit of a commitment to God than those who blindly recite cold creeds without really daring to explore the tough questions. Doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. Again, doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. It is is quite apparent that the believer in God and the Bible has a strong foundation for a rational system of belief as any doubter has for the philosophy of irreligion he has fabricated. Faith in God will increase your moral strength, increase your days of joy, reduce your day of, of despair. i never seen a person who has been more respected as a leader in the philosophy of faith of religion than Jesus Christ. Jesus believes in God. He believed in prayer. He believed in heaven and hell and eternal life. He believed in salvation. He believed in every single human being. He believed in possibility thinking and he believed in faith. If your doubts collide and clash with the viewpoints of Jesus Christ, it is that better part of wisdom to believe the believer and doubt the doubter then you are on your way to a great life. Becoming Normal And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them, and healed their sick. In a Broadway play called The Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote is near death. He has been mocked and scorned because he is such a positive thinker. Finally, in a splendid self-defense, he asks the ultimate question, Who is crazy? I ask you, who is crazy? Am I crazy because I see the world as it could become? Or is the world crazy because it only sees itself as it is? Who is normal, the cynic or the believer? The positive thinker or the negative thinker? The believer in God or the atheist? The despairing pessimist or the hopeful optimist? By now, we know, all of us, we know the answer. We must affirm that health is normal and sickness is abnormal. The basic value judgment is beyond controversy. 
Unbelief, unbelieving is a sickness, and skepticism is damnably dangerous. It gives birth to a multitude of spiritual demons that can malignantly destroy your mental health and spread an epidemic of despair wherever you go. As soon as you surrender yourself to negative thoughts, you become host to an infectious spiritual disease and become the carrier of another epidemic of gloom and doom. It is normal for a child to dance and laugh and play. It is normal for a child to be it is not normal for a child to be downcast, morbid, withdrawn, and sulking in isolation. It is normal to be a happy believer. Who is crazy, the realist or the idealist? The answer is obvious. The beautiful dreamer, with his exalted visions of glorious possibilities, is the uplifting force in society. He comes bringing solutions. He then becomes the great physician, the healing source, the hopeful friend, who we can follow him. His name, Jesus, the Lord, my Savior, my friend. Thinking God's thoughts. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 11. For I am considering these thoughts that I'm thinking towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Each new year is an appointment to become an authentic optimist. Each new day is justification for being enthusiastic about life again. Each dawning is God's invitation to start over and build a new life, beginning with the present moment. Every new week is an opportunity to make new and noble resolutions. Every Monday morning you have a standing appointment to meet new opportunities. What does it mean to have faith? Faith is opening your mind for God's thoughts to flow in. And when his thoughts flow in, life will change. For you will have a dream. You will see possibilities in the day, the week, the month, the year that is waiting to unfold. Faith moves mountains. The greatest power in the world is a positive idea. And the most powerful positive idea is one that comes directly from the God who created the world and broke sunshine through the black of night. Jeremiah 
Today, I will thank God's thoughts. This very moment, I will open my mind to let God's thoughts enter my brain. I will listen to the idea that comes from God, and it will turn me into a new and different person. I feel a freshness and a newness coming over me now as God's thoughts begin to take control over my consciousness. I am set free, liberated by new thoughts that come from God. Now I know what possibility thinking is. It is the mental activity that happens when I let faith take over. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I am being born again. Your Holy Spirit is filling my mind with your thoughts. I am excited about today, and I am excited about my future. Amen. A prayer for guidance. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. The walk of faith is an adventure in a holy partnership. We are human beings with mortal starting points at birth and a mortal terminal point at death. The span between our birth and death is our earthly life. We purpose is to fit into a holy scheme and become a participator with God. He created the world and all of us human beings for the purpose of creatively achieving his holy and happy purposes. We are walking the walk of faith when we dream God's dreams and seek God's guidance. Therefore, faith is not merely a super aggressive activity into which you plunge with a gung-ho attitude to achieve the first impulse that explodes in your mind, rather faith is a steady, stable, and steadfast process of opening your conscious and subconscious mind through prayer to the Holy Spirit. The eternal God will shape your will and direct your way. God promises He will give you guidance. In the depths of our heart, we know with an unflinching certainty and with an invincible awareness the course of action life must take. This is God himself answering our prayers for guidance. He gives us a strong and powerful will to proceed along the determined pathway. Consider these prayers of affirmation. I am driven by a divine destiny. I am praying for guidance now. I am opening my mind consistently and constantly to God, the way the tip of a branch is unseemly alert and responsive to the wind. Amen. (laughs) 
One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God. Faith is not merely thinking holy and happy thoughts. God's thoughts must take the form of a good and godly goals. No, no act of faith is more dynamic, more constructive than setting incredible goals. Have you noticed how negative thinkers avoid setting goals? Goals? Who needs them? I'll just wing it. Thank you. I prefer to roll with the punches. I don't want to get trapped by a commitment. Isn't that what happens when you set a goal? I had enough disappointments. I don't want to be set up only to be let down. Goals? No more failures. Thank you. Failure is not a matter of failing to meet your goal. Failure is not making the most of the possibilities seen and unseen, known and unknown, in your present and in your future. Use faith to set positive goals, and you'll be sure to rise to the higher plateau. I guarantee that. When you set a challenging goal, you'll be farther ahead tomorrow than you are today. Even a little can turn out to be a lot. You'll be happier person. Someone stopped me recently and asked, Why do you always seem to be in such a happy mode? Mood. My answer, because I always got unfulfilled goals and my goals distract me from my worries. You will feel that your life has value. If you have goals, you are bound to inspire somebody who is hurting. You will discover your own worth. Goals, what are they anyway? They are impossible problems awaiting to be solved by someone with the incredible power called faith. So get set to set goals and move upward. Get set, ready, goals. Committed to action. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Miracles never happen just through meditation, but with mighty action, read carefully in the gospel the words of Jesus and notice the verbs follow, go, seek, Ask, knock. I said, consider the words that Jesus used, the verbs. Jesus said, follow, go, seek, ask, knock. The walk of faith is not merely the serene, silent, spiritual, unspeaking stroll of a holy man in the stillness of the sunrise or the secret silence of the sunset. Faith is the mental activity that draws God into our mind and imagination until a passion begins to inflame our wills, motivating us to action. 
It is then that the commitment is made. And what is a commitment? It is entering into an honorable contract, pledging oneself before the problems are solved. Every commitment generates a new set of problems. And if we wait until we saw solutions to problems before we made the commitment, we would obviously not be walking the walk of faith. It is for the reason that commitment in marriage, in religion, in interpersonal relationships, in devotion and dedication to your career goal, or the fulfillment of a project becomes self-inspiring. Walk the walk of faith today, making a fresh commitment to God, saying prayerfully and sincerely, God, I am ready to take the plunge. Give me the push that I need, and I am trusting that you will help, will tackle every problem with your help at every turn of the road with a positive mental attitude. Together, we will succeed joyfully. Amen. Merging to make miracles. Whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be the slave of all. It takes two to make a miracle. When a believing human being merges his will with God's powers, Miracles happen. Miracles require faith, and faith is often spelled W-O-R-K. There is great misconception today that faith is simply a matter of asking God to perform a miracle, sitting back and waiting for it to happen. Don't be misled. Prosperous, wealthy Christians, people don't become great by manipulating, perhaps dishonestly, to get to the top of the ladder. They work for it after they pray through their plans. Jesus himself encourages the pursuit of greatness. But our Lord makes it clear that the pathway to success is the path of service. If you want to be great, be prepared to be a servant. This works in the business world too. In a free economy, people buy only the products and services that meet their needs. The professional person who becomes ego-involved instead of human service-oriented soon finds himself in trouble. Great things happen when we follow our prayers with hard work. Work means serving, and serving involves thinking about other needs and meeting them at their level. Today, I ask yourself, have I been sitting back just waiting for God to pour out blessings in my life without making any effort myself? Am I willing to merge with God to make a miracle? I believe it will happen as I become a servant. Knowing it can be done. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 Faith is an inner conviction. It is an unshakable assurance. It is the profound knowing that comes before reality confirms it. Faith is a sense of destiny. It's possible. It's going to happen. 
faith is knowing that you can do it. The person who walks the walk of faith knows he can solve his problem. He knows that he can detach himself from that awful habit. He knows he can extricate himself with his negative enslavements. The person who walks the walk of faith faces his projects affirming, I know I can do it if God will help me, and I am sure God wants to help me. I know I can do it when I am totally dedicated to Him, which I really am. I know I can do it after everything is in readiness, and I am trusting God to help me get my act together. I know I can do it only with the help of my Lord. He is my best friend. He wants me to succeed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know it's possible after all. Deep down in my heart, we know it will work out. An unquenchable confidence keeps filling our feelings that we are going to make it. Again and again, the person who succeeds did so because he or she didn't know it was impossible. Leaping into the unknown. So he, leaping up, stood up and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Faith is often called a leap. How appropriate. How else could you possibly move from one point to another when there is no direct link? How do you cross over a crevice when there is no bridge? Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between the known and the unknown, the proven and the unproven, the actual and the possible, the grasp and the reach, the I got it and the I want it, the knowledge and the mystery, the material reality and the spiritual reality, the truth exposed and the truth undiscovered, the goals achieved and the goals still pursued. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between youth and maturity, sickness and death, sin and forgiveness. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between life and death, time and eternity. Yes, there is always a chasm between today and tomorrow. I cannot be sure I can cope with tomorrow, but by running leap, I will jump into tomorrow with expectancy. There is always a chasm between my present achievement and my unfulfilled hopes and dreams. By faith, I make the leap now and grow. There is always a chasm between where I am at and where I am going. By faith, I make the leap forward. What lies ahead, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, beyond this life? I believe in faith. I believe in believers. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in tomorrow. I believe in love. I believe God loves me. I believe God is good all the time. I believe God's plans for my life. He delights himself in my plans when I make preparation. 
God delights himself in my preparation. He sees my faith. I am going to take the leap of faith and believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Dreaming God's dream. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 4.23 What is the purpose of life anyway? Only to drink, eat, work, play, make love? Or do you have a brain designed to dream dreams? Is your mind created to be an architect drawing plans? Can you imagine beautiful accomplishments? Think of this, the human being is the only creature in the universe that has the capacity for exercising creative imagination. This divine quality of dreaming, what you want to be, where you want to go, what you love to do, projects you hope to achieve goals you like to reach. All of this makes you human and the most unique creature in all creation. You are really made in the image of the Creator God. So you are fulfilling your destiny as a child of God in human flesh. When you start dreaming the beautiful dreams, God Himself is inspiring in your mind. A radio is designed to pick up the sounds that are here in this room now. A television is engineered to pick up the moving pictures that are in the airwaves around you now.
Your mind was invented and created by God to pick up the messages and mental pictures He is sending your way. That's exciting. Faith is dreaming God's dreams. Breathing your native air. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. It is terribly important to understand that a believer is a normal person. Faith is the mark of normality. A persistently negative and cynical attitude is the mark of emotional illness. Birds were designed to fly. The air under the wings of a bird is a natural habitat of the flying fall. Water is a natural habitat for fish. Faith is a native air to be breathed in and out by human beings. It is normal to have faith. It is abnormal to be cynical. Therefore, you welcome all stimuli that would encourage you to have faith. Reject all negative forces that would destroy faith and replace it with unbelief. When you practice positive belief, you are more controlled by positive emotions. Love, joy, courage, faith, enthusiasm. These are the qualities of an emotional, healthy person. Persons who are not breathing the natural air of faith, but are breathing the polluted air of doubt and unbelief, are quickly susceptible to a lower morality. They are quickly consumed by negative emotions, all of which are measured and marked as symptoms of something less than true wholeness and health as human being. You were created to be a believer. That is finding your native air. That's why you feel so great when you're optimistic. Thank you, Father, for causing us to be a normal, healthy human beings by motivating us to walk the walk of faith. Amen. Wanting more out of life. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Our native air, faith, is a choice, not an argument. It is a decision, not a debate. It is a commitment, not a controversy. Faith fulfills more need in your heart than anything else. It can be defined as wanting more out of life. Even the super affluent are attracted to fate. They soon realize that all of their wealth, social standing, and personal power leave a void in their lives. When you have more money than you can enjoy, what is left? St. Augustine said, Our souls are restless till they rest in thee. We suspect that out there, somewhere, there is always something more. From where does this intuition for something more come? It is built into our nature. 
the human being call an incurably religious animal by instincts and nature. The human being has been called as an incurable religious animal by instinct and nature. Be careful what you want, you'll get it. Wanting is believing, and believing produces results. Strong faith is often the expression of deep desire. Likewise, doubt is the lack of desire. A host of conscious or subconscious forces can keep you from wanting to believe. Fears of what God might do to your life or in your life can keep you from wanting to believe. Internalized guilt can make the possibility of God's a threatening concept. Deep-seated negative emotions can kill the desires to believe, leaving you with a negative inclination to doubt. Having trouble believing? Why do you want to believe? Our Bible verse contains God's promise of blessings upon faith. God promises to bless the person who has strong desires. This is because in God's eye, desire and faith are one and the same. He shall give you the desires of your heart. So delight yourself in the Lord. Rejoice and count your blessings. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways and thank Him, and He will give you the desires of your heart. God is not the God of the dead, but of the God of the living. There lives more faith in honest doubt than in half the creeds. Alfred Lord Tennyson wrote in the memoriam. I find that some people who have serious questions about the existence of God want desperately to believe. Their probing inquiry reflects thoughtful doubt. Actually, they are far more responsible and serious in the pursuit of a commitment to God than those who blindly recite cold creeds without really daring to explore the tough questions. Doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. Again, doubt can be a positive force when we learn to doubt our doubts and have faith in our faith. It is, it is quite apparent that the believer in God and the Bible has a strong a foundation for a rational system of belief as any doubter has for the philosophy of irreligion he has fabricated. Faith in God will increase your moral strength, increase your days of joy, reduce your day of, of despair, i never seen a person who has been more respected as a leader 
and the philosophy of faith of religion than Jesus Christ. Jesus believes in God. He believed in prayer. He believed in heaven and hell and eternal life. He believed in salvation. He believed in every single human being. He believed in possibility thinking and he believed in faith. If your doubts collide and clash with the viewpoints of Jesus Christ, it is that better part of wisdom to believe the believer and doubt the doubter. Then you are on your way to a great life. Becoming normal. And when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion for them and healed their sick. In a Broadway play called The Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote is near death. He has been mocked and scorned because he is such a positive thinker. Finally, in a splendid self defense, he asks the ultimate question. Who is crazy? I ask you, who is crazy? Am I crazy because I see the world as it could become? Or is the world crazy because it only sees itself as it is? Who is normal, the cynic or the believer? The positive thinker or the negative thinker? The believer in God or the atheist? The despairing pessimist or the hopeful optimist? By now, we know, all of us, we know the answer. We must affirm that health is normal and sickness is abnormal. The basic value judgment is beyond controversy. Unbelief, unbelieving is a sickness, and skepticism is damnably dangerous. It gives birth to a multitude of spiritual demons that can malignantly destroy your mental health and spread an epidemic of despair wherever you go. As soon as you surrender yourself to negative thoughts, you become host to an infectious spiritual disease and become the carrier of another epidemic of gloom and doom. It is normal for a child to dance and laugh and play. It is normal for a child to be it is not normal for a child to be downcast, morbid, withdrawn, and sulking in isolation. It is normal to be a happy believer. Who is crazy, the realist or the idealist? The answer is obvious. The beautiful dreamer, with his exalted visions of glorious possibilities, is the uplifting force in society. He comes bringing solutions. He then becomes the great physician, the healing source, the hopeful friend, who we can follow him. His name, Jesus, the Lord, my Savior, my friend.
thinking God's thoughts. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I am considering these thoughts that I'm thinking towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Each new year is an appointment to become an authentic optimist. Each new day is justification for being enthusiastic about life again. Each dawning is God's invitation to start over and build a new life, beginning with the present moment. Every new week is an opportunity to make new and noble resolutions. Every Monday morning you have a standing appointment to meet new opportunities. What does it mean to have faith? Faith is opening your mind for God's thoughts to flow in. And when his thoughts flow in, life will change. For you will have a dream. You will see possibilities in the day, the week, the month, the year that is waiting to unfold. Faith moves mountains. The greatest power in the world is a positive idea. And the most powerful positive idea is one that comes directly from the God who created the world and broke sunshine through the black of night. Today I will thank God's thoughts. This very moment I will open my mind to let God's thoughts enter my brain. I will listen to the idea that comes from God and it will turn me into a new and different person. I feel a freshness and a newness coming over me now as God's thoughts begin to take control over my consciousness. I am set free, liberated by new thoughts that come from God. Now I know what possibility thinking is. It is the mental activity that happens when I let faith take over. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I am being born again. Your Holy Spirit is filling my mind with your thoughts. I am excited about today, and I am excited about my future. Amen. A prayer for guidance. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. The walk of faith is an adventure in a holy partnership. We are human beings with mortal starting points at birth and a mortal terminal point at death.
The span between our birth and death is our earthly life. We purpose is to fit into a holy scheme, scheme and become a participator with God. He created the world and all of us human beings for the purpose of creatively achieving his holy and happy purposes. We are walking the walk of faith when we dream God's dreams and seek God's guidance. Therefore, faith is not merely a super aggressive activity into which you plunge with a gung-ho attitude to achieve the first impulse that explodes in your mind. Rather, faith is a steady, stable, and steadfast process of opening your conscious and subconscious mind through prayer to the Holy Spirit. The eternal God will shape your will and direct your way. God promises he will give you guidance. In the depths of our heart, we know with an unflinching certainty and with an invincible awareness the course of action life must take. This is God himself answering our prayers for guidance. He gives us a strong and powerful will to proceed along the determined pathway. Consider these prayers of affirmation. I am driven by a divine destiny. I am praying for guidance now. I am opening my mind consistently and constantly to God. The way the tip of a branch is unseemly alert and responsive to the wind. Amen. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God. Faith is not merely thinking holy and happy thoughts. God's thoughts must take the form of a good and godly goals. No act of faith is more dynamic more constructive than setting incredible goals. Have you noticed how negative thinkers avoid setting goals? Goals, who needs them? I'll just wing it. Thank you. I prefer to roll with the punches. I don't want to get trapped by a commitment. Isn't that what happens when you set a goal? I had enough disappointments. I don't want to be set up only to be let down. Goals, no more failures, thank you. Failure is not a matter of failing to meet your goal. Failure is not making the most of the possibilities seen and unseen, known and unknown, in your present and in your future. Use faith to set positive goals, and you'll be sure to rise to the higher plateau, I guarantee that. When you set a challenging goal, you'll be farther ahead tomorrow than you are today. Even a little can turn out to be a lot. You'll be happier person. Someone stopped me recently and asked, why do you always seem to be in such a happy mode? Mood. 
my answer, because I always got unfulfilled goals and my goals distract me from my worries. You will feel that your life has value. If you have goals, you are bound to inspire somebody who is hurting. You will discover your own worth. Goals, what are they anyway? They are impossible problems awaiting to be solved by someone with the incredible power called faith. So get set to set goals and move upward. Get set, ready, goals. Committed to action. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you. Miracles never happen just through meditation, but with mighty action, read carefully in the gospel the words of Jesus and notice the verbs follow, go, seek, Ask, knock. I said, consider the words that Jesus used, the verbs. Jesus said, follow, go, seek, ask, knock. The walk of faith is not merely the serene, silent, spiritual, unspeaking stroll of a holy man in the stillness of the sunrise or the secret silence of the sunset. Faith is the mental activity that draws God into our mind and imagination until a passion begins to inflame our wills, motivating us to action. It is then that the commitment is made. And what is a commitment? It is entering into an honorable contract pledging oneself before the problems are solved. Every commitment generates a new set of problems. And if we waited until we saw solutions to problems before we made the commitment, we would obviously not be walking the walk of faith. It is for the reason that commitment in marriage, in religion, in interpersonal relationships, in devotion and dedication to your career goal, or the fulfillment of a project becomes self-inspiring. Walk the walk of faith today, making a fresh commitment to God, saying prayerfully and sincerely, God, I am ready to take the plunge. Give me the push that I need, and I am trusting that you will help, will tackle every problem with your help at every turn of the road with a positive mental attitude. Together, we will succeed joyfully. Amen. Merging to make miracles. Whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant, and whoever of you desires to be first shall be the slave of all. It takes two to make a miracle. When a believing human being merges his will with God's powers, miracles happen. 
Miracles require faith, and faith is often spelled W-O-R-K. There is great misconception today that faith is simply a matter of asking God to perform a miracle, sitting back and waiting for it to happen. Don't be misled. Prosperous, wealthy Christians, people don't become great by manipulating, perhaps dishonestly, to get to the top of the ladder. They work for it after they pray through their plans. Jesus himself encourages the pursuit of greatness. But our Lord makes it clear that the pathway to success is the path of service. If you want to be great, be prepared to be a servant. This works in the business world too. In a free economy, people buy only the products and services that meet their needs. The professional person who becomes ego-involved instead of human service-oriented soon finds himself in trouble. Great things happen when we follow our prayers with hard work. Work means serving, and serving involves thinking about other needs and meeting them at their level. Today, I ask yourself, have I been sitting back just waiting for God to pour out blessings in my life without making any effort myself? Am I willing to merge with God to make a miracle? I believe it will happen as I become a servant. Knowing it can be done. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 Faith is an inner conviction. It is an unshakable assurance. It is the profound knowing that comes before reality confirms it. Faith is a sense of destiny. It's possible. It's going to happen. Faith is knowing that you can do it. The person who walks the walk of faith knows he can solve his problem. He knows that he can detach himself from that awful habit. He knows he can extricate himself with his negative enslavements. The person who walks the walk of faith faces his projects affirming, I know I can do it if God will help me, and I am sure God wants to help me. I know I can do it when I am totally dedicated to Him, which I really am. I know I can do it after everything is in readiness, and I am trusting God to help me get my act together. I know I can do it only with the help of my Lord. He is my best friend. He wants me to succeed. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know it's possible after all. Deep down in my heart, we know it will work out. An unquenchable confidence keeps filling our feelings that we are going to make it. Again and again, the person who succeeds did so because he or she didn't know it was impossible. Leaping into the unknown. So he, leaping up, stood up and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. Faith is often called a leap, 
How appropriate. How else could you possibly move from one point to another when there is no direct link? How do you cross over a crevice when there is no bridge? Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between the known and the unknown, the proven and the unproven, the actual and the possible, the grasp and the reach, the I got it and the I want it, the knowledge and the mystery, the material reality and the spiritual reality, the truth exposed and the truth undiscovered, the goals achieved and the goals still pursued. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between youth and maturity, sickness and death, sin and forgiveness. Faith is leaping across gaps that exist between life and death, time and eternity. Yes, there is always a chasm between today and tomorrow. I cannot be sure I can cope with tomorrow, but by running leap, I will jump into tomorrow with expectancy. There is always a chasm between my present achievement and my unfulfilled hopes and dreams. By faith, I make the leap now and grow. There is always a chasm between where I am at and where I am going. By faith, I make the leap forward. What lies ahead? Tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, beyond this life? I believe in faith. I believe in believers. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in tomorrow. I believe in love. I believe God loves me. I believe God is good all the time. I believe God's plans for my life. He delights himself in my plans when I make preparation. God delights himself in my preparation. He sees my faith. I am going to take the leap of faith and believe I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Te puso junto a mí, lo libraré, lo protegeré porque conoce. 